This episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show is brought to you by Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products, CBD standing for cannabidiol. Now, we are real excited about this partnership because Veritas means truth in Latin, and we are big believers in bringing you guys the truth, not just through this podcast, but by making sure that any products that we share or that we bring on as sponsors are products that we personally use, believe in, and endorse ourselves. And that is the case with Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products. The reason that they're so great, they are full spectrum hemp products, meaning that they have all of the beneficial phytonutrients that you get in a quality CBD product. 99% of the CBD products on the market are CBD isolate, and they're just being resold, meaning they're coming from a few small manufacturers. They've only got one tiny part of all of the important phytonutrients that you need to get the benefits you want from a CBD product, and they're just a bunch of different companies reselling them. Veritas Farms is vertically integrated, meaning they own the farm. They ensure that there are no pesticides being added. It's organic, and then they control the entire process from harvesting to extraction until that product ends up at your door. That's what I love it. It's kind of like farm to table, but for CBD. And the benefits that I've noticed, my sleep is better. I feel like I get a deeper, more restful night's sleep. I'm less stressed. I never have periods of anxiety. I feel calm and focused throughout the day, and it even decreases in inflammation when I have flights or other things where inflammation is an inevitable part of life. You take a little extra CBD and it can be very helpful for stress, anxiety, sleep, and that inflammation. So if you guys want to check it out, we've arranged a 15% discount for you guys. To get that, you can go to theveritasfarms.com forward slash biohacks. I'll spell it out. T-H-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S-F-A-R-M-S.com forward slash B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S to save 15%. Check out the Veritas Farms CBD. You guys are going to absolutely love it. This is your life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brittle. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Dr. Carey, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show. Thanks for having me today. For our listeners who may not be familiar with your work, maybe you could give us a little bit of your background and uh, how you got into this. Uh, well, I'm an internal medicine doctor, and I graduated medical school in Kansas City 2001. I trained in three states, and I served as medical director and owned my own clinics, and also an attending physician for medical students for eight years. And mm -hmm. I mostly now uh, do public speaking and educate people about what's going on currently. Mm -hmm. And in, in the field of vaccines primarily. That is correct. Um, <laughs> I think uh, it's the most important thing that anyone uh, educates themselves about. Um, it's we're at a pivotal point in human history right now. I agree. I was I, I sent a newsletter to our audience uh, a couple of weeks ago on the number one cause of death in, in 2020. And uh, it was abortions, mm -hmm. which may seem like completely disconnected, but we'll get there, guys. It's not. And uh, it does it does tie in with vaccines. I think we had over 40 million deaths, uh, lives lost due to abortions. Coronavirus was down at like 1.2 million, even with their padded numbers. And then you have like cancer in the, in the, in the 8 million range. And, you know, it kind of steps down from there into heart disease and so on and so forth. Um, how did you kind of get started on the journey of vaccines and, and educating people in that field? Well, um, when I was a teenager, I questioned why I had to get the booster uh, vaccine for tetanus. And they would always scare us into saying, well, if you don't get it, that with if you ever got that bacteria inside your skin, uh, that you could get tetany, which is a horrible way to die. You would spasm all over your body. And then within minutes, you could curl up into a ball from the spasm, suffocate to death and die. And I was always Graphic. questioning. I said, well, I never heard of anyone dying like that. I mean, nobody around the world. So what is this thing? And so this began my journey of, did this really exist anywhere in the world? Did anyone die like this? Because that's how they sold us on getting the boosters. So my whole career, nobody could give me a bona fide case of any human dying in that manner from this bacteria being proven by science. Even through my residency, there's no case ever in the world. 
So if there's no case in the world of anyone dying in this manner, this is kind of a fabricated story. Mm-hmm. Why would they do this to sell this many vaccines, these boosters? There had to be another reason, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this was actually verified by infectious disease experts. They didn't have a bona fide case. That's so not just me saying this. So I did my own observation. One of the hospitals happened to have a protocol where people on welfare, uh, social assistance did not get the tetanus vaccine, but every other vaccine, private pay did. And I questioned that. They told me, be quiet, follow the protocol. Well, I knew there had to be a reason. So I, my observation was, wow, people on social assistance, welfare, were still very fertile, very fertile. And they didn't have the resources for a healthy body, like good nutrition and prenatal care. Private pay, very hard time with fertility. So um, I thought, well, maybe that's a connection and did a Google search. And there were many references showing how since 1972, the NIH actually has been creating this tetanus vaccine purposely as an abortion or sterilization vaccine. And that they've been doing this in India and Africa and the Latino countries. And the Vatican actually exposed them in the late 90s for uh, putting the pregnancy hormone, which would actually act as the abortion vaccine, sterilization vaccine. So many times this has been confirmed. Our own government institutions have agreed that they have been using it in this manner. Now, where and how many people, we don't know. The more vaccines you got with this pregnancy hormone inside the vaccine that would make you miscarry or abort, um, the more likely this would happen. It's a cumulative effect. Mm -hmm. So when this, when I found this out, I was horrified. I mean, all of my medical training told me it was for another reason. Everybody that I knew, friends, family, teachers would all say it was for another reason. And here it is, this is something extreme. So if we were being lied to about this reason, for this tetanus vaccine for decades, what else are we being lied to about? So Mm -hmm. this started my journey of, let me do my own research on vaccines because in medical school, we only get four hours of training. That's it. Mm -hmm. And so for someone listening who, who found some of the things that you just shared interesting and want, like I'm a big believer, especially after 2020, that you, you can't change people's mind only they can change their mind. And it typically involves an energy investment and doing some research and coming to their own conclusions, right? But you can point them in the right direction and give them some starting places. For someone who's interested in the the, the tetanus vaccine and possibly uh, a better understanding the true nature of vaccines and their effects on health, where do you recommend they start doing some of their own digging? Well, you know, as uh, as time goes on and we don't have our real libraries, uh, things on the internet are being censored very quickly. So, um, you know, you can still do a search, try to use another search engine than Google, of course. Like DuckDuckGo? Um, DuckDuckGo has been compromised. Uh, I thought so too. It yeah. changed a lot. I, I, cow, you can try that one. That may be a better option. Swiss cow. Yeah. DuckDuckGo changed. It was dope. Yeah. And then it's it's now it's like Google. So we have extreme limitation of our knowledge, but you can still find some references to that. If you look at NIH, World Health Organization, tetanus, sterilization vaccine, that sort of those keywords, you can find some of these articles. And then, um, you know, if you go to certain, there's a serendipity group. I have a, a hidden group on Facebook. We have members on there. And if you ask a question, people will give you the references we have. Unfortunately, there's not one solid location you can go to. We've mm-hmm. all had to like disperse and try to con- hold and contain these um, articles and references we have, because as mm-hmm. you know, everything gets erased every day. Mm-hmm. There's the Wayback Machine, if people are familiar with that um, program, that sometimes you can find what was originally, let's say, let's say a research article came out 10 years ago. You could go back 10 years in time and see what the internet looked like that at that moment and find mm. the original article because things have been changed over time. So that's not a perfect system, but that is another alternative. People should look into that. 
Yeah, and there's there are people who have created uh, resources. Uh, Dr. Judy Minkovitz, she she has her book. Um, Robert Kennedy Jr., who was just banned on Instagram and some of his platforms, has done a lot of great work with the Children's Health Defense and consolidating some of these references. And we sent a for those of you guys that that are on our newsletter, we sent a mother load of vaccine resources email that had hundreds of hours of physicians digging into vaccines and sharing some of these things. It's it's a it's a critical area to research, especially if you either have kids or are planning on having kids so that we can make educated decisions. Um, well, for every single human on this planet, because right now they plan to only use really vaccination as our form of medication in the future. Mm-hmm. That is what was told to me. And that is what is definitely talked about in the newest scientific meetings is that you won't really see, you won't need a doctor like me anymore, internal medicine. Um, you'll just download and upload um, your vaccines, your medications. That's that's the, the new wave of medicine. So mm-hmm. we need to know about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had never been labeled uh, by the weaponized phrase conspiracy theorist in, in, until 2020. And it, um, it you know, it, it was because a lot was revealed in this regard. You started to realize, wow, a lot of the things that I took as science are not science. They're, they're scientism. You know, it's basically like this religion of science, like looking at, uh, not even cause and effect relationships. Like it's, it's just a complete disaster and nothing no longer aligned with the scientific method. Do you remember your um, epiphany moment? I mean, you came through the system. You're, you're a very, very unique snowflake uh, to somehow escape the indoctrination or break free of it. Do you remember that moment where you were like, Oh my God, there's, there's lies everywhere. Um, (laughs) It's a long story to go into, but I, I started, I always questioned everything all the time. It was my nature and I had some good teachers. So I always look for the cause of everything. I believe there's always a solution. There's always a cause, mm-hmm. always puzzling out things. So I, I always looked at, you know, where did someone grow up? You know, what chemical plants were around them? You know, did Google map searches of my patients seeing where they lived around? So I, I was definitely a person that looked for patterns. That's how I learned. And doing that and looking at research all the time, I uncovered things that I was not taught. I was, uh, I was shocked at how many times, you know, we've been lying to the patients purposely under the guise of let's make more money in medicine. Like for instance, almost every cancer has an infection that we have linked absolutely 100% to that cancer. And so it is brought up in meetings if we eradicated that infection that perhaps it wouldn't get the cancer. Oh my gosh. Do you ever hear about that in the news? Never. That those uh, facts are being squelched. Good luck trying to find it on the internet now. It was common knowledge back then. Rheumatoid arthritis. We knew mycoplasma pneumonia caused 50% of the cases. We used to treat them with antibiotics for two weeks and they would go into remission permanently. Mm-hmm. Nobody does it now. And I asked mm-hmm. some of the, rheumato- uh, the rheumatologists why. They said, oh, oh yeah, I think I remember that. Oh, that's yeah, a great there's, scientific there's, answer. There's books written on it. I mean, the, the arthritis breakthrough, they use 100 milligrams of minocycline twice a day and people that couldn't walk are getting out of bed and like getting their life exactly. back. Very strong links to a uh, bacterial infection. Yeah, and then looking at, uh, you know, just in heart attack strokes. We know infections are linked to that. And I was upset to find this last year, all my research on that has been wiped off online. But I know this because our, our hospital was part of a research group with Pfizer, by the way, looking at, we knew that a bacteria was found in the plaque of the arteries of um, people with blockages, right? So we knew let's give them Zithromax, an antibiotic, and we knew that we could probably shrink the plaque. And it was working marvelously, fabulously. And this is gonna be great. We can give people antibiotics for six months, make money. And then all of a sudden the the study was pulled for no reason. Well, we're able to talk to the researcher and he said, well, the problem was it worked too well. Some of the people's blockages were disappearing completely, 100%. And I was upset. I said, why would we ever stop that study? This is wonderful news for everybody to hear. And then everybody, including my colleagues said, Carrie, don't you see? We will never make a living. We can't have this happen. No one can know about it. 
we were threatened. We were said, we were told if we told anybody, we would be blackballed from the industry. We'd never work again. Um, I mean, this is breakthrough. Amazing how many people's lives could be saved. But then, you know, uh, you can't make trillions of dollars in medicine either, right? And it's under fear of you're going to lose your job. So those are just a couple of many examples. And as I was, you know, always for the patient's benefit, I would always look for the cause no matter what. Well, um, that doesn't look good for the government institutions. So, you know, I was always harassed by the public health department and the, and other, other government entities to stop uh, looking for the cause and treating people in essence, right? Mm-hmm. So it's unbelievable, but that is true. And I remember one day I'm looking at all these things, all these things are coming together. And I realized, well, if I know this, I can look this up online. That means our government knows this. And then this epiphany came to me. I'm like, got hit in the stomach almost. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh dear God, there's a bigger agenda going on. I had mm-hmm. no idea I was blinded to. And my eyes became wide awake at that moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote a book in that we released in 2016 and talked about like nutrition, movement, stress management, sleep, supplements, hydration, oxygenation, light. And I was like, you know, pointing people towards glyphosate and how to avoid it. And some of these, you know, the, the, the fluoride in our water and so on is radiation. And it, but I hadn't really clicked. It was all these like little data points. And then 2020, it was like, oh my gosh, it's on purpose. It's not like they don't know and I'm seeing things that they don't see. It's like, this is part of a bigger plan Mm -hmm. in part to, I believe, have people die a slow, expensive death um, and become customers of of the medical industrial complex. But uh, I mean, it can go even deeper than that. I feel like anyone listening, if, if you're still watching the news, for the love of all that is holy, please stop. Like there's a direct correlation and I'm not, if you're currently watching the news, I'm not saying this to insult you, but the more people watch the news, the more I, I find in my modest uh, observation and my humble observation that their brains are broken. If, if you don't see how BS that is and how much programming is going on there, like stop guys, follow the, the, the recommendations in the old John Prine song, blow up your TV, or at least like stop watching the news and watch things that are a little bit more wholesome. Um, before we talk about what people need to know about vaccines that you've kind of come across from your research, if we were going to do like a, a Cliff's Notes understanding, you know, from ingredients to effects to cause and effect relationships, so on and so forth. Um, I'd like to first discuss this rock in a hard place situation that many physicians find themselves in. You know, I picture myself as someone that's very passionate about health and helping people. And um, I could have easily gone into the medical field. Um, you guys are all probably a lot smarter than I am, but um, it's it's a path typically, you know, unless you're just in it for the dough, like you want to help people and you invest this massive amount of time and money. And many times you're, you're hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Right. And then I know that there's a percentage of physicians that have the same epiphanies that you've had. And they also know that as soon as they speak out against this stuff, as soon as they say, I'm not going to participate in tyranny and poison my patients and, and, you know, directly violate the Hippocratic oath, they risk losing their only means of paying off that massive amount of debt. So in many ways, it's, it's, it's a system that enslaves people to tyranny. Um, so for physicians that are waking up to this, what can they do? What options exist? Well, I mean, it's, um, I, I think it's just what you feel like with your heart and your morals. I'm calling all my colleagues out though, because maybe you can go along with the system and excuse it away as your job. Okay. But now with particularly this new experimental genetic modification jab. It's not even worth calling a vaccine. It doesn't meet the requirements of the vaccine. It's not. It's a drug. When you are, and even as a nurse, you are administering this vaccine, this jab, you are not giving them informed consent. And, you know, that's not just violating our Hippocratic oath. That's violating a lot of international 
treaties and federal laws. So Nuremberg Code too, right? Be careful. I'm telling them, be careful and do the right thing and also give them proper informed consent because people right now need to realize you are part of the stage four of a research experiment if you accept the jab. Mm -hmm. It is not FDA approved. You are part of the research experiment. You are a guinea pig and you've been lied to that it's safe and effective. Okay. And being treated like, like a vodka, like cattle. Exactly. And you should never be coerced or manipulated or forced in any way, meaning even restriction of travel or freedoms or job. I mean, that goes against our human rights as well. And people should let, they should know that there's two ways you can be infertile with this vaccine. Probably it's very strong likelihood of infertility. Do people know about that? They're not telling them that. They're not telling them about all the side effects we already are seeing with it. They're supposed Mm -hmm. to get proper informed consent and have the ability to say yes or no without coercion. And I've seen none of that go on. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a legal responsibility because in the end, when this all comes out and people will have to answer for what they do, you can't just say, hey, it was just my job. You can't blame me. That's bullshit. Especially if you are a person who puts God at the top, the divine creator, and like believes somewhere in your heart that we are here to live his purpose for us. If you're lying and deceiving people, whether, you know, by omission or not, you're part of the problem. And I think people listening to this, especially physicians, like it's gut check time. Like, yes. who are you in your soul? You cannot be a fucking coward and say, I'm just doing my job. You no, know, it's not an excuse and it won't be an excuse um, in God's eyes or in the legal system. Because, you know, there were 38,000 German physicians that were tried for crimes against humanity after World War II. Yeah. And, you know, only you know, like I seven mean, of them just, got locked up. I know. It's a because joke. World they War II got, never they all, really ended. They all got jobs at NASA. And now they're like doing fake moon landings. (laughs) Yeah, I still have faith there will be justice served at some point. I'm moving to the woods. (laughs) All right. Anyway, um, what let's actually, you know, I have a question for for myself. I am meeting one of my friends in uh, flying to Istanbul, Turkey. We're going to hike the Lycian Way. And um, I told him. You know, if they at any point in my travel want to nose rate me, you know, I'm 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 out. Like I'll literally turn around. Have you looked into what I, I saw a great video of a guy the other day that um, was flying into Canada, and he was filming himself denying any of the testing and telling everybody in line, you don't have to wait in line, especially if you're a citizen of Canada. He's like you know what I mean? You have rights and you don't have to do this. Um, but you know, I'm not a citizen of Turkey. I'm going there on vacation with a friend to hike and I'm going to make sure that I have a saliva PCR test done beforehand. And I'm bringing that with me, but for someone, for people that want to travel like me in this situation, like what rights exist? What is the likelihood of them trying to force a uh, nasal swab on me that, I mean, these things have tested positive themselves. Not to, I mean, we know the PCR test is, is the, the, the creator said it's nonsense, but that's part of what they're using right now. But who knows with the nanotechnology that we'll get into, what is even on these things? Like, there's no way I'm letting that up near my, my blood brain barrier. What, what rights do I have? What should I do to prepare? And like for anyone listening who may want to travel, at, at this stage of the process, what are well, your recommendations? The problem is when you're going to other countries, you know, you don't have the, the same rights as you do in your own country. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to look into that. You, you are, um, you are under their rule. I have to say that. Now going back into the United States, they want you to get one of these tests, right? They have all these criteria now since January 26th, they made that, that rule. Um, and the, the problem is under the Emergency Act, they have stopped a lot of our normal checks and balances and what we normally do under the Emergency Act. You know, under Homeland Security, too, uh, we gave away a lot of our rights. You know, it's all kind of plays together. So I, I yeah, know and guys, can... just just while we're on it, like I'll 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 take the. I don't know where you're at now. It's it's okay. Um, if you guys haven't looked into 9/11, guys, it, it, it was an inside job. 
You know what I mean? Like an airplane does not uh, tumble uh, a steel enforced building. You know what I mean? Jet fuel does not do that. Like, just think logically here. And and we need that. To, like, I have massive respect for the lives that were lost. I, in no way is is that being downplayed. But it was an inside job by the very people that are that are perpetuating what's going on now. And like, if make up your own mind, I don't care what you believe, but look into it. Airplanes and jet fuel does not melt steel reinforced buildings. And they they found thermite and other uh, explosions and and remnants of demolition like it was planned for a very very long time. That's my piece. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I agree completely. All of these things have been going along the timeline, building up to this very moment in time. So this is why it's so yeah. pivotal. The problem is the U.S. is giving um, directions to all the other countries on what are the parameters to let a U.S. citizen back into the United States. Mm. And but they're putting the ownership of all the responsibility on that other country. So now you've got another country and their laws and rules intermixed with the U.S. Um, and you're doing it all on another country's end. <laughs> so that country could technically not let you out of their country, even though you're a U.S. citizen, because you're not abiding by what the U.S government wants. I know this for a fact because I recently moved from Dominican Republic and uh-huh. I left right after January 26th and I found out how these rules and protocols were playing out. It's not what you think. Should I not go? I would really uh, be careful about that because Turkey is a hotbed right now and uh, it's not, it's very volatile. You know, they're, they're invoking things like you're if you don't follow their protocols, now you are a threat to public safety. Therefore, you are a domestic or international terrorist, actually. All right. Imagine what they could do to you under that, that oh, ruling I'm just out, because I'm you're out. refusing a test. We gave up our rights a long time ago. You know, you're just going to be out there on your own. Uh, I don't know how, I don't know if I have anything good to say to you on what to protect yourself from. Um, once you're in this country, there's more things you can do because now you're just playing with this country set of rules. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm canceling my flight and telling my buddy I'm out. It's not, uh, I, it's not I, mean, it. I mean, they just can the, force just the you to do thing all kinds of things and then nobody may know where you are for a while. Yeah. I mean, at this point they could say like, uh, you need to put a potato up your anus to stop the spread of COVID-19. And if you're not walking around with, with a potato in your butt, you're a, you're a terrorist. It's like, it's that ridiculous. It's gotten that insane. I think they want to see how brainwashed everybody is. That's why they give out another ridiculous request or whatever, and then see how many people follow yeah. along. They want to three, see how three much masks. the hypno- yeah. One mask how didn't even make sense. How hypnotized are these people? How, much yes. lobo- how many lobotomies were performed? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so crude, yeah. but. Via television. The TV is the brainwashing, right? You can it's, patent. It's the you can main see vehicle. The patent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The, the television tell, is the worst thing. Tell live vision. Um, okay, what do what do we need to know about vaccines? Like critical information for 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 anyone, you know, at, at any stage of the game right now. What are the ingredients? I mean, I'll I'll start us off. I'll get the ball rolling. Um, thimerosal is basically like a form of mercury that we know is a neurotoxin people that I, the amount of people that uh, I've helped with neurological symptoms, including my own father who had uh, mercury in their mouth and you know what we've had to do to detox these metals. My dad's like going through little periods of hallucination right now. Cause we're doing um, ETDA and glutathione suppositories. And you know, my mom's like, is it supposed to be like this? And I'm like, we got to just kind of ride the wave a little bit and you know, let it, they're, they're in his brain and they're in his body. We got to get them moving out, you know? Um, but thimerosal is an ingredient in many vaccines. And what I've seen is like, when we start discussing some of these ingredients and stuff, you'll get a lot of people where, I I mean, maybe we're already in this post post truth era where it's just like, everyone can argue about whatever, but like, you'll be like, okay, mercury is in vaccines. And someone would be like, no, 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 that's a, that's conspiracy theory. That's not true. And you're like, you can go on the CDC website and look up thimerosal and they talk about how it's in vaccines, Mm -hmm. you know, aluminum, like a lot of, can you talk a little bit about vaccine ingredients and what we need to know about vaccines? Like if you were given like two minutes to kind of fill people in on what they need to know about vaccines, um, what would you share? 
the normal vaccine is either the organism itself, it's either alive or dead, and then they give some preservatives in there like mercury, formaldehyde, and then they put some purposely put some inflammatory toxins, poisons in there because they want that poison in your body to inflame the body. Mm-hmm. They're encouraging an immune response from your body. Mm-hmm. So has, have these things ever really been tested, especially in synergy with each other? Never, ever. Probably, probably by just, the, the Nuremberg doctors. They don't, te- <laughs> people need to understand, these are not going through the safety testing that you think they are. Mm-hmm. They keep adding these, these, ad- these additives and these inflammatory poisons without testing. They keep adding more to the child's vaccination schedule, never testing any of it out. And by the way, they're completely exempt they have amnesty for anything that happens to anybody. Mm-hmm. The drug manufacturers never pay one penny out for anything that's happened to anybody since 1986. Mm-hmm. What is it, the they, Vaccine Injuries Act or something yeah, like that? So there is a special court that the taxpayers pay out for the people with injuries. That's like owned by Big dollars. Pharma. Yeah, so the vaccine manufacturers still never answer for what they've done. Mm-hmm. Now with this new experimental jab, um, there's not even a special court. There's there's nothing. You have no recourse if anything happens to you. So mm-hmm. imagine a normal product out there. If there's no safety, um, you know, repercussions, of course, you're not going to put any research and development and safety um, money into that. They're just going to put something out there and sell it, right? Mm-hmm. That's normal. So there's, there's no safety there. Um, we know that they put aborted fetal cells in almost every vaccine. You have to know that these, there are many, many, many babies that are killed in the name of this, this kind of technology, this kind of medicine, they call it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to know the way they're, they're being killed is not what you think they usually use they're further on sometimes even, you know, 20 week, you know, fetuses and they are born alive. Their hearts are still beating and they then once they're brought to the lab, they kill them. Sometimes they cut through their chest or cut through their face or just puncture their heart. So they're literally murdered babies, cells that you're getting. And then they immortalize them, meaning they turn them into cancer cells purposely so that the cells keep dividing over and over again. That's the definition of cancer. So you are now getting a murdered baby's cancerous cells in these vaccines so you don't have to know much science to know there's something not right about that and lots of problems come from that, which they do. They also use many animal cell lines, any, almost an, any animal you can think of, even insects now. And so when you're using like these animal cell lines, they have their own set of viruses that come through the blood. Mm-hmm. And we do know that these viruses are dormant inside the vaccine that you're getting, even the flu vaccine, the viruses are in there. Mm-hmm. And even what a year or two ago, there's an article published that the uh, CDC admits, oh, by the way, your flu vaccine has had cancer-causing viruses in it that lie mm-hmm. dormant and become activated later in your life. Mm-hmm. They admit this. So these vaccines have been causing cancer. They have been accumulating poisons in our body, which we don't have any, uh, we don't have long-term data of what happens to you. We do know that autism rates increase with as each uh, year, as we give more and more vaccines out, there have been courts that have proven successfully that there's a causal relationship between vaccines and autism. So that has been proven in court in the legal system. So it's not a, you know, a myth or conspiracy theory. We do know Alzheimer's increases with the amount of vaccines, particularly flu vaccine that you get. I mean, all kinds of things. Now, do we even need them? Because the flu insert, the vaccine insert for the flu, it says this has never been proven to prevent the flu, which it hasn't. Mm-hmm. You assume that these studies have been done when they haven't been. When you really start looking at it, the science behind the vaccines is very weak at best and sometimes just missing. This episode of the Biohacking Secret Show is also brought to you by the Organifi Biohacker Bundle. Organifi makes the best-selling greens juice on the market, but they also make an incredible gold juice that I drink almost every night before bed, a red juice that's loaded with antioxidants and phytonutrients, and a really delicious vegan protein. So we created the Biohacker Bundle as a way for you to get all of their best-selling products the same way that I take them on a daily basis. I do the greens in the morning, I do the red in the afternoon as a little pick-me-up, I use the protein 
post-workout, and I do the gold at night before bed to help wind down and decrease inflammation from the day so that I feel more cool, calm, and collected going into a deep, restful night's sleep. I love the Biohacker Bundle. It's a, It's been a game changer for me, and if you guys want to check it out, we've hooked you up with a nice discount on all of those products. To get it, you go to Organifi.com forward slash biohacks. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash biohacks now. For anyone listening, like that wants to, you know, dig a little bit deeper into this, this stuff, like look up uh, XMRV and and SV40. There's, these are simian viruses that are in vaccines, um, mouse um, tissues. And then, you know, when we start talking about aborted fetal cells, you know, it, it's a lot of this can be overwhelming or sound so insane that it's easier just to label someone a conspiracy theorist. But when you really start digging and you start recognizing, okay, there's I didn't even realize like we're, we're, we're building a uh, regenerative community, conscious community living in harmony with nature in uh, Western North Carolina. And one of the things that I've said on like the offering memorandum is like all religions are welcome as long as God's at the top, you know, except for Satanism and Luciferianism. And I never would have said anything like that or even thought it necessary to say it, until I recognized how much of um, I don't want to like the parasite class and the people behind the medical industrial complex and the big bankers and the big insurance companies are actual Satanists and truly believe in child sacrifice and do it through the guise of abortion clinics and uh, sterilization, you know, eugenics programs, so on and so forth. I, I noticed some uh, understandable emotion when you were talking about the ways in which these children are killed. And um you know, do you believe that some of that is is occurring because of satanic yes. child sacrifice practices? A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Blood sacrifices. I do too. And there's an energy that goes with that. Yeah, yeah, totally. You don't have to kill babies in that way to make vaccines. That's a lie. There's mm-hmm. no one. There's not one reason why we're doing it. I didn't believe it myself until I read some of the diaries of researchers that actually did this. Of course, they don't let the recent ones out, but we do have whistleblowers from these labs that say they still do this. You read the research. What are these labs? I'm sorry? What are these labs? Where are they doing this? Um, They do it with Planned Parenthood and other kinds of labs like that. They put the Planned Parenthood and then their research lab right beside it where they procure procure the tissue and then send it to whoever who's the biggest, Mm -hmm. um, whoever's the biggest bidder. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's underground videos of these bids and, and transactions going down. Yeah. You can, uh, you can, at least as of recently, you can still find those on the internet. You know, when I was training, um, I did, you know, all the different kinds of, uh, you know, um, things, including OB-GYN, you know, delivering babies. And I noticed that I asked them, why did they put the placenta in a different space than all the other human tissue for waste? They said, because we don't, we don't throw that away. And what they do, I learned many decades ago, they actually have been selling everybody's placenta and um, to these research corporations, which they didn't know what they did with them. Maybe stem cells, maybe something different. But that no one was giving the right to that. No one was giving consent to their selling really their body parts, really. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is wrong. They said, well, it's, uh, it would have been thrown away anyway. So you need to let the woman know that you are selling their placenta and any, anything else, perhaps, you know, obviously all the abortions or miscarriages that happen too. Mm -hmm. I just think that's, that's wrong. And it shows that we've been doing this for a long, long time. Oh yeah. I mean, even going back to the 1930s, uh, there's the Tuskegee experiment where they were injecting black people with syphilis. Yeah. And, um, and and this has continued all around the world. You know, you mentioned India and Africa and some of the sterilization programs there. The, um, the, the, the polio vaccine has caused more polio than the actual wild polio virus, not, not to mention links to DDT and, you know, some of these chemicals that are constantly in, in our environment. And, and I mentioned these things just for listeners that are interested and want to better understand, um, Let's let's talk about nanotechnology and you know some of the the the, the patents and and things that are taking place. Like my my take is um, anyway. I don't want to give my take. I'm interviewing you. Let's have your take. <laughs> oh, nanotechnology is a big 
subject, but they are introducing that with this experimental jab. And this worries me more than the genetic modification. Um, nanotechnology is so sci-fi. It was hard for me to believe at first as well, but pretty much these are microscopic little robots, nanobots that are smaller than the size of one of your red blood cells, much smaller. And we can inject them into the body and they can do innumerable things. But just think about what I said, something synthetic, something that is not from nature, something that's robotic being inside of you. If there's enough of this substance, these robotic nanobots. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong? I mean, what computer device? I want to be like Elon Musk. I want to. <laughs> people need to realize, A, they're not telling us about this outright. So if it was, this was like the greatest thing since sliced bread, they should be all over the news. It's mm -hmm. not. They're sneaking it in. Okay, you should be questioning that. Mm -hmm. And also start looking at what everybody says, what the goal for humanity is. It's 2030. They want everybody to be part cyborg hooked up to artificial intelligence. And the main term for that is transhumanism. Mm -hmm. They didn't ask for permission. They didn't ask for a dialogue. They just believe the people pushing this agenda, the elitists, they believe they can just do this to us. Because don't, we're call just them, don't call them, don't call them elitists there. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Or they are the satanic cabal. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've, they've got their own stuff going on. I've had, I've had some prayers and meditations for Bill Gates and Fauci and uh, I'm sure they were raped and traumatized and, you know, part They're of. They're just the figureheads. There's bigger people than that behind them. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I'd like to talk to you about that offline sometime. Um, so with, I mean, there's, we, we have this MRNA vaccine that literally can change our, uh, genes. In effect, making humans, you, you could make a case that humans are then genetically modified organisms. And, um, and, and I don't know if this has to do with like being able to get, you know, the Fed or whoever's printing the money, you know, uh, like they're collateralizing people so that they could say, hey, now we own these people too, and we can pull out more money or what it, it, it gets interesting. But um, what do you think, like, what do you think is their main objective? I mean, I understand I read some of Ray Kurzweil's books and, and stuff and they're mm -hmm. cleverly, you know, a lot of this stuff is cleverly disguised. Like it, it actually starts, you, you read it. And at first you're like, Oh, that sounds like a good idea. That sounds kind of cool. And then like, when I see the way that our cells respond to uh, electricity and like the invisible rainbow by Arthur Fistenberg is a great resource for people that want to understand this. Like we don't do so well with, constant radiation and certainly like i don't even wear my aura ring while it's transmitting bluetooth let alone want little nanobots running around inside of me wreaking havoc on my mitochondria um you know what do you think is is why are they trying to sneak these nanobots or these this nanotechnology into the vaccines like is it genetically mod is gen genetic modification for the collateralization of of humans you know because they kind of see a lot of people as cattle what do you think's going on well, i believe and if you look at any sort of international trade agreement like the codex alimentaris you look at these g20 meetings united nations meetings they're all about depopulation they're all about we need to kill a lot of us Mm -hmm. uh, they believe there's too many of us because it's hard to control all of us, right? Mm -hmm. So it's called the culling. And I believe that these new experimental jabs are a way to do that, mm -hmm. to thin out the herd. And then once that's done, they want to ultimately control who's, who's left over. Mm -hmm. They believe we're out of control humans, you know? They want to control the, uh, the nanotechnology because then once you have the artificial interface hookup, you are... Let's see, you are ultimately have a hundred or a 365 surveillance. They always know where you are, what you're doing, what you're thinking, what your emotions are, your menstrual cycle, everything, what mm -hmm. you're eating, what medicines you're taking, what illegal drugs you're taking. At that point forward, they can know everything about you. Imagine mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And also think about this as just sci-fi. They're just talking about it. They'll never get away with their Dr. Evil plans. Well, think again, because I know this to be a fact because I attended business meetings here in Georgia about this very thing where they literally were talking about unveiling this as in Atlanta, as a pilot city, they're a little bit behind their time schedule, but they're dead serious in doing it. 
and mm-hmm. they showed us how they would do it. Um, I just didn't know how they would get the substrate, the hydrogel, the nanotechnology inside of us. Now I do know it would be through these experimental jabs. That's they're introducing it. Mm-hmm. They need a high enough of a payload and then they can turn it on. And then you won't even know that you're connected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you won't even know this. Now it's a two way communication. Mm-hmm. Your, your body's spitting out information so people can monetize off that and do whatever. But then you're being calculated. Is this a good human or is this a bad human? Mm-hmm. And then if you're like a, a social human, social credit system, you're bad like human. You don't get a lot of the things. You know, if you're, it's this. You know, who's to say who's a good and bad human? But if you look at the social credit system of China, which I'm sure they tried to mimic, um, that one says if you speak up, you speak against the government. If you speak up against anything, you're a bad human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I would be a really bad human. Yeah. Yeah. So just to kind of paint a picture so that people can understand this and connect some dots, like part of the reason that there's this massive rush to like, we first started getting censored uh, in like 2016, because I was talking about non-native electromagnetic fields and how this stuff is dangerous. And I didn't really know why uh, that they would be censoring that. But then when we you get to 2021 and you see this huge rolling out of the 5G uh, infrastructure that like that is the grid that along with the Internet of Things and our phones and Wi-Fi routers and smart meters on our homes, they can it's basically 24 seven surveillance. They know everything you're doing. A lot of people have willingly bugged their home with like Alexa and stuff like that, which is insane to me. But then, you know, I've also uh, sent my DNA into labs, you know, before I knew any better. So I understand we're all at different, different spots in our journey, but they're rolling out this 5G infrastructure and um, creating a scenario where we're crashing the US dollar, like it's, it, it should be worse than the Great Depression right now. They're using funny money, like 20% of the all the currency in circulation was printed in the past year. So this is like artificially keeping the stock market afloat, but they're trying to crash the dollar, usher in a one world currency that will be a cryptocurrency that when people unknowingly subscribe to that, they have now just plugged themselves into the slavery system. You're now being watched 24 seven. Digital cage. It's a digital cage. Yes. And, and it's like, if you think it's Bitcoin's decent, like I've, I've made some money on Bitcoin. I'm going to ride it up and I'm going to put it into land and like gardens and like real infrastructure. I get it. And I think when a lot of people notice that come, come to the epiphany that our system is ran by criminals, they're going to run to Bitcoin. So it'll probably go up a little bit more, but it's still a trap. And, and, and the trap is to create these digital wallets that uh, whether you want to say they're decentralized or not, they're not. They can just turn off your wallet. And exactly. if you don't if you don't comply and you're your car, done. they can turn off everything so that you literally can't go anywhere. That's mm-hmm. why they're putting 5G everywhere, too. And everything is becoming electronic mm-hmm. so that even your car doesn't start. Right. So you can only go so far. They even mm-hmm. said that as based on how good of a human you were would, would determine how far out you could go from your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a jail cell. Yes, it's, it's your it's your ability to work. It's your ability to get an ed- education. It's it's the mark of the beast, which is essentially from your ability to engage in commerce, which is part of the reason that we're forming a regenerative conscious community in Western North Carolina, where we're going to be growing our own food. It's all off grid power. We've got spring water on all of the different land parcels. If you guys are interested in being a part of that, uh, I'm doing it 100% volunteer because I don't want you you to be a slave. And uh, yeah, it's for good people who put God at the top and want to have a tribe of folks who have their back and won't call the cops on them. If you want to have family over for Christmas, or if you want to work in your garden without a face diaper on. So if you want to learn more about that, you can go to Kono community.com k-o-n-o-s community.com and fill out the short form and we'll have a chat and see if it's a fit um dr carey what else is, is there anything else that you feel compelled to talk about uh today or share with our listeners i mean just do your due diligence and look at what's going on these are not what the jabs are not what you think they are and it's not a, it's uh, not a vaccine it's there is a battle going on <laughs> world war three already started Yes. Uh, and if you didn't get the notice, you should. And it's not Start. a normal battle. It's a battle of, for your mind. It's a battle for our minds, our souls, and our bodies. The mm-hmm. ultimate of battles. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe I'm a believer of Jesus Christ, and I believe the Bible has a lot to say. Me too. Uh, in the Word of Jesus Christ, and 
And that's where I get solace. His message, his message is what resonates with me. And that's what I learned. And Mm -hmm. I find a lot of instruction with that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was always trying to tell us, Hey guys, don't idolize me. You mm-hmm. can do things like I can, but even greater things you can do. Mm-hmm. And he was giving us a message that mm-hmm. we are electrical beings and that we have power. We are powerful. Our hearts have electromagnetic energy mm-hmm. and it becomes greater and stronger. The more that we are communing with each other, laughing, singing, praying, uh, you know, cooking together, hugging, kissing, mm-hmm. being human, not with a mask on, not with the mm-hmm. social distancing. Everything they're telling us to do is to weaken us. Mm-hmm. So don't do what they're telling you to do. Do the opposite because we are beautiful, shining souls in our human bodies. Mm-hmm. And once we enough of us remember that, uh, we can make a positive change. If we continue to stay in fear, we are on that low level. Nothing mm-hmm. good will happen. We have to get out of that level. The love energy is the highest frequency and we have science to prove it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I, and I think they pull us down with the news, with fear porn, with porn, actual porn. It, and stand it up us. for one another, like you said. Mm-hmm. Where is that? <laughs> yes, yes. We. Um, this is a call for courage. Yeah. And um, stop worrying about collecting little pieces of paper with the pyramid on them. Um <laughs> Last two questions. You, 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 you sparked them. I got to ask. Okay. So first, one of the things that I was having a hard time wrapping my mind around was like, I'm like, where's the empathy? Like this, this plan to, to get, like, it would be, I've met some shitty people in my life and, uh, it would even them, it would be very hard to get them on board with something like this, which has made me look. And I'm like, it, it, it's like, it, it almost in some ways feels like a different species like this, this isn't like a human thing going on here because it would be too hard to get that many humans uh, to have no empathy and to implement this. And I know we're getting into like interesting territory that I'm sure both of us have explored. What What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I absolutely 100% believe that there is something not human behind this, something and I would equate it to the Nephilim. I believe that we have science and our the archaeological findings to prove that they were real in these entities. What, what was that exist. that you said? The Nephilim. Nephilim. Yeah. They, they're mentioned them in the Bible and we have signs of giants all around, you know, skulls mm-hmm. and things like that, that the Smithsonian tries to hide. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's too much evidence to, to say that they don't exist. Of course they exist. Right. But they mm-hmm. weren't quite human. Mm-hmm. And I, and they were known not to be, favorable of humans in the past. I believe mm-hmm. they never really went away mm-hmm. and, um, and they still exist there. It's a battle between good and evil and, and mm-hmm. a simplified version. Totally. But yeah. I do believe that it's uh, something of that nature and we're in, we're in a spiritual, a spiritual battle. Yeah. It's very interesting, especially when you start looking into like Antarctica and the ice wall and like how no flights are allowed over Antarctica. And you see like, I'm not going to say the earth is flat, but it's certainly not a spinning ball in space. Like that's just absurd. Um, And I've questioned what's, what's even beyond the ice wall. Is there more, are there more continents? Is there more natural resources? Are there other colonies of, of beings where, you know, we're mistakenly like looking up in, into quote unquote space, but they've been here the entire time. And it's like a classic misdirection um, to kind of hide it. And, 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 you know, there could be a lot more out there than we've even recognized. At least that's something that I'm taking into consideration, you know, not making. Yeah, we've not been taught our proper history, not even close to it. Are there like any, is there like a one book or resource that you would really recommend that's for people that want to learn a little bit of real history, not like grabbled nonsense? I mean, I, I don't know just one book. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's many different resources. You just have to start searching for yourself. And I think in any, any culture has, has stories about this, anyone, any one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and as I became older, I realized that a lot of the things in the Bible were really true. They're historical mm-hmm. events that happened and they weren't exaggerating. So, mm-hmm. and then you can try to correlate that with maybe some other readings that you do, but, um, yeah, we've not been told our true nature, where we came from. We are not told, we are not told what we really can do, mm-hmm. um, just to keep us low in the fear state and enslaved. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, we're not taught about the nature of our science and mathematics and uh, history. Mm-hmm. So now this is the great awakening. And that's what the apocalypse really means. In Greek, it literally means to lift the veil, to mm-hmm. finally see what has been hidden, mm-hmm. to see the deceit and lies. And it's hard and it's ugly, but we have to do it. Mm-hmm. And then we have to gather the strength and remember what we are deserving of and that we are made in the likeness of God. And mm-hmm. we don't deserve to be enslaved. And that is the whole purpose of all these things going on right now. Last question. Um, imagine all of this is God's plan and he's doing this so that we create the reaction and solution that is, is, you know, um, bringing his plan into fruition and living more in, in, in harmony with his plan and purpose for our lives. How do you see this unfolding? Um, I believe in humanity and I believe in love. And I also believe we were given free will and the freedom to make choices. And right now, I think more than ever, we're seeing that people are making choices. Either you serve the dollar or you serve a higher purpose. And we're choosing what reality we want to be in right now. So we're having to go through these hard awakenings, these battles purposely, right? Because mm-hmm. this is what's shaking us out of our hypnosis. And now what do you choose? What, what, do you, what is your purpose in life? And I believe in the people that believe in love and a higher and in God and, and, and that connectedness. Once we finally tap into that, this power will be amazing. This fire will light, this kindling will light. In a twinkling of an eye, everything will change. Dr. Carrie Madej, thank you so much for sharing your time and wisdom. I've uh, enjoyed it very much. I'm sure we could we could go a lot deeper in some of these conspiracies yeah. <laughs> if we wanted to. But um, I, I, I think that a lot of people may have um, hopefully taken some uh, inspiration to dig into these things a little bit themselves and explore what they had previously believed to be true. So uh, where can people stay up to date with uh, things you're working on and um, cool stuff you have coming out? Um, I still have a Twitter account at Dr. Made. Um, what? I'm, How? I'm on the alternative platform. I think that's just so they could keep tabs of what I'm doing. <laughs> I've been knocked off of everything else, but that one I know it's probably like, let's see what she's doing. Yeah. Um, the alternative platform is just about any of them. If you Google or not Google, but you put my name in there. Um, M-A-D-E-J. I still have a Facebook account, but I'm supposed to be, you know, wiped, censored off there pretty soon. Yeah. But um, yeah, those are the best ways. Or you can just look my name up on the alternative platforms. Sweet. Get out of debt, guys. It's a slavery system, and uh, it it's, can make it more difficult for you to uh, be a part of God's plan and instead chasing chasing the papers. So do your best to get out of debt. Make good decisions. Be courageous. Mm-hmm. Find that inside of you. You can do it. All right. Thank you, Dr. Carey. Appreciate your time. Thanks. See you later. Bye. What's up, guys? Anthony here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show. One of my favorite things to do is helping men and women like you feel what it's like with the body you've always wanted and all-day energy that starts the moment you wake up and doesn't quit. Over the past decade, we've created a proprietary health assessment that helps me to identify the unique toxicities and deficiencies that may be holding you back from the life that you deserve. And what we've discovered in doing this with now thousands of CEOs, executives, professional athletes, businessmen, Hollywood celebrities, and entrepreneurs is that there's always room for improvement and optimization. Whether you're already performing at a high level or you have that feeling inside your heart that you're capable of more, the single fastest way to unlock your potential is to upgrade your mind and your body. And there's no program on earth that does that faster or to a greater magnitude than our one-on-one consulting program at www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. We start with our proprietary health assessment that screens you for vitamin deficiencies like A, D, magnesium, iron, etc., high cholesterol and heart disease, high blood pressure, digestive disorders, hidden infections like Lyme, Epstein-Barr, parasites, SIBO, Candida, and more that can just drain your energy in the background, especially if you don't know about them. Anxiety, depression, and cognitive disorders, autoimmune disease, adrenal fatigue, thyroid issues, mold toxicity, heavy metals, environmental toxins, and other genetic risk factors like 
like MTHFR, APOE status, your glutathione production, and many more. We even recommend the specific tests that I use with my one-on-one clients if they're relevant for you in figuring out your biological age and identifying those key areas and opportunities that can take your life to the next level. From there, we create a customized game plan along with a personalized supplement protocol to help you optimize your weight and energy at the cellular level. And for our platinum clients, we even include a personalized workshop with me in Delray Beach, Florida. Most of the year, this program's full with a waiting list, but we just had a couple spots open up and I wanted to offer them to the listeners of the Biohacking Secrets show first. So if you're interested in seeing what it might look like for us to work together, head over to www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. That's www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G and fill out the short application form. If you're pre-approved, you'll be given the opportunity to book a time to connect with someone on our team and see if it's a fit. Thank you so much for being a part of this community, and I look forward to potentially going on this journey together. 